This is Tim Welch. And Reverend Rex Prescott. And you're listening to 316 Unleashed. And here's our mission statement. To present the gospel of Jesus Christ in such a way that it turns non-believers into converts, converts into disciples, disciples into mature, fruitful leaders who will in turn go into the world and reach others for Christ. Booyah! Hey, what's up everybody? want to come to you today. Um, so right now I'm doing this solo. Brother Rex isn't here. Um, and I'm also doing a Facebook Live, so one take. Um, so want to welcome everybody from 316 Unleashed. Also want to welcome everybody to Praying Dads. Um, I'm recording this uh, both simultaneously, so uh, I'm trying to interact with everybody. So anyway, so Brother Rex, uh, he had to preach. For those who's on 316 Unleashed, they know that he is just an amazing, amazing guy to do a podcast with. And so by doing this video right here, it's uh, it's kind of you know weird because I'm so used to having um, his knowledge being added to to po- to the podcast, and we also want to start trying to do more stuff with uh, maybe YouTube as we're doing a um, a podcast, and so we're just basically trying this on you. So just hang tight, okay? So um, we haven't posted nothing in a while, so we won't apologize about that. Um, we have not given up on this podcast. So the reason why is because we had so much going on. Um, we had this Monday planned for to do the, the podcast, but um, with Brother Rex, he was preaching. You know, uh, he was preaching and so well, yesterday, and so he wanted to make sure that he studied on his po- on his sermon. So that's the reason why we didn't get a chance to do the podcast with him. So um, he, I promise you, he would be greatly missed in this podcast. And so, anyway, so thank you for everybody who's listening. Um, you know, thank you for everybody who's tuned in and watching on Praying Dad's Facebook Live. Um, it still amazes me that um, the amazing people that gets on Praying Dad's and the amazing people who's actually here. So today, I want to uh, the to go out there and talk about um, something I was actually reading so i was reading the what we would consider the easter story and about when uh judas actually betrayed jesus uh, when he betrayed him you know he was jesus was arrested and then he went up here before pilate um, and this is very very familiar scripture for those who know the easter story and uh, so, and maybe one day we can break this down further. But for today, we want to um, to continue with this thought that uh, when when I was actually reading the story of the Easter story um, in August, in August, okay. So, but I was reading the story because it's very, very, very important to read it, no matter what time of the year it is. Because Christ gave his life for us, he died, he rose again, and so it's very, very, very powerful. But anyway, 
so what really stood out to me was at you know so as Jesus is being uh, sent to Pilate and Pilate this is the day of the Passover and so Pilate you know on a normal uh, case he would on the day of the Passover um, that they would and everybody who um, should know what the Passover is but if you don't it's the day that the Jews and Hebrews um, from Israel actually celebrated the day that the death angel passed over Israel on um, in Egypt and then the firstborn of every family um, and the cattle and everything died that did not have the blood smeared on the doorpost. So God told Moses to tell the Israelites that when I, when the death angel passes through, he said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Your home will not be touched. And everyone who did not have the blood on the doorpost, he said that the death angel will enter in and the firstborn of every family would die. And so what they did was they celebrated because uh, God told them to celebrate this thing. Remember what God has done, how He freed um, the, uh, Israel from Egypt. Anyway, so on the day of the Passover, uh, Pilate would free one prisoner. And so they would actually take one prisoner and they would take another and they would say, who do you want to free? And whoever the crowd would actually choose, this would be who they would release. And so everybody knows the story about how... Um, Jesus was on one side, and they had this guy Barabbas. Barabbas was on the other. And so, Pilate yelled out, Who would you like to free? And they said, Give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. And so, and then he said, What do we, what should we do to this man Jesus? And they said, Crucify him. Crucify him. So, but, what really caught my attention is this guy Barabbas. Okay, who is Barabbas? You know, we got the, the famous who, what, when, where, why. Um, we all are in the school. And so, but I wanted to figure out, okay, to really understand the story. Who is Barabbas? The Bible, I mean, the Bible only gives just this small portion about his life, about who he is. That's the only thing we get about him, is just this small bit. And yet, he, I mean, once I studied and prayed and, and sought God over it and actually read and read and kept reading over, it, it changed my mind and my heart about this scripture. It's not just a read through. So, who is this guy, Barabbas? Barabbas was he was famous or a notorious prisoner according to Matthew 27 and 16. He's in all four gospels, okay? So this guy it's the same account in all four gospels, but all four 
has a different thing that he's done, a different way to actually describe him, and it's not good. Okay, so, um, but he's not found before or after this account, uh, these accounts, sorry. But he was famous uh, and notorious prisoner, according to Matthew 27 and 16. He was a murderer, according to Matthew 15 and 7. He was a known rebel leader who has uh, not only committed murder, but also known um, on the uh, uprising rebellion against Rome. So he tried to rebel against Roman's forces and tried to uh, he tried to uh, raise up a rebellion against them and tried to overtake Rome. That was his main goal. And this is found in Luke 23:19. And in John, John describes him as a robber. So not only is this guy, he's a leader of the rebel uh, rebel movement um, and the uprise movement. He's a murderer. He's a uh, famous prisoner. He's, uh, you know, he's a robber, a thief. So this guy deserves this prison. He deserves uh, to be on the cross. And uh, so what Pilate did was say, on one side, we have Jesus. And the other side, we have Barabbas. Barabbas, like I said, is this murderer. He's a um, he led a rebellious movement against Roman soldiers. So basically, against Roman government. Okay, he led this rebellion. He was um, a famous prisoner. He was a robber. But on the other side, we have Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus opened the blind eyes. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He calls the um, the deaf ears to hear. He calls the lame to walk. The dumb to talk. This man done nothing wrong. Nothing. And yet, they crucify him and let go of the one that needed the cross. That needed to be on the cross. So as I started searching about this, let me tell you about Barabbas. See, Barabbas... Is not just some guy. You see, we read over the story. We read and we're like, okay, he was... And we don't really put all four Gospels together on, on a normal basis. Um, unless you're listening to a preacher and you listen to it. But we really don't ever hear everything about Barabbas. But when you put them all together, this guy gets worse and worse. And so, but Jesus takes his spot on the cross. Jesus takes this guy's spot. And so we hear about this on Easter and we hear about this throughout the throughout the year and, and reading it. But what's so amazing is that when I started really searching this thing, I, I then I I got to um, to understand that you and I both are Barabbas. You and I both are the ones that deserve that cross. See, Paul said, while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet still sinners, He still went to the cross for us. But see, we go and with so much, we try our best 
to to go out there and justify sometimes what we do. I, I know I do, okay? Because I feel so dirty when, you know, and there's a lot of times I do stuff on purpose and in my, my life, not, I try not to now, but in my life, I, I've done stuff on purpose. On my life, uh, I've sinned against God and thinking, okay, would it, be, it would be okay that grace has me. Paul said that grace is there, but shall we uh, allow grace to be a reason to sin? He said, God forbid. Because God took our, Jesus took our spot. And so here we are. We, we actually are looking at um, Barabbas and saying that he deserves it. But you and I deserve it. I know I do. I know I do. I deserve that cross. But yet, Jesus still died for him. He took his spot. Jesus, when, when they set him free, there's no account that Barabbas turned around and said, now I will follow you because you set me free. No. There's, there's no account of him turning around and saying, thank you Jesus for setting me free. There's no count of him being grateful at all. So, because he, I mean, so how many times have uh, have we sat in church? I know I, I have in the past, before I got saved, sat in church, hear about the great news of God, and hear about how Jesus went to the cross for me. Be like, yeah, yeah, okay, I've, I've heard this plenty of times. Or, I said it. I said this prayer back when I was twelve. Okay, but it's got to. Um, but there's got to be a point where Jesus, the sacrifice that Jesus made, you know, that it actually was my spot. It was my spot that I should have been on. I should have took that cross. But, you know, Jesus took the whips that I should have gotten. Jesus took the, um, the you know, the spitting on the face. Jesus took the, um, the, when they plucked his beard, that should have been my face. That should have been my, my face they spit upon because of my sins. But yet, Jesus took that for me. He took that for you. And so, he, uh, so in this account, he took that for Barabbas. He literally took his spot. And there was nobody saying thank you. There was nobody saying that I need to repay you or I will follow you. And so here we are. We're reading this and, and we, we skim over it. But see, Barabbas, you know, God, what Jesus did on that account he actually fulfilled what was a Leviticus law. But see, there was something that we use on a probably on a daily basis. It's called a scapegoat. But that's actually found in the book of Leviticus. The Leviticus law was that you take two goats. Two goats. And so you take one, and that's your sacrifice. It's called a sin offering. And so, and you only done it once a year. 
and that sin offering would be what you would uh, what you would actually um, satisfy the wrath of God upon uh, you know because of the sins of the people, and then you would take the other one and you would actually plunge Aaron. God told Aaron to put his hands on the head of this goat and actually speak on this goat, speak the sins that the people done, and pray over this thing. And then somebody else will lead him away. As far away as you can. As far away uh, away from the wrath of God. And then, when the people see this, it will be a sign that the sins have been forgiven. See, that's what Jesus did. Jesus took the spot uh, from Barabbas. He took my spot. And then here I am, he lets me go free. You know, so many times I, I can imagine that if if I was there, if I was Barabbas there, be like, no, Jesus, that's my spot. That's my cross. This is my cross I need to bear. Be like, son, no. No, son, this is this is not yours to bear. But God, you don't understand the sins that I committed. God, you don't understand. I deserve this. You don't. But still Jesus looks and He says, but I'm paying the price for you. you uh, I, I'm giving this to you. It's a free gift. The sacrifice that Jesus made on that cross was much more after you knowing that He actually took the spot for me, I should have been there because of my sins. The Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of glory, God. And I promise you, I'm never going to make it right fully. Jesus, He's there now to make an atonement, which means that He is there to actually be in the gap between me and God. The Bible says that He goes to God constantly on your behalf, on my behalf. And He actually goes and He prays for us daily. And He goes to Father when we pray in Jesus' name. We go to Him and He actually goes to the Father on our behalf. Because we ourselves, we cannot go to the Father. We cannot go to God because of our sin. We cannot go to God based upon my good merits because there's nothing. The Bible says that my righteousness is like filthy rags because there's no good in me to compare to what to what um, should be. There's no good in me. But what really should be is that Jesus took that spot and he, matter of fact, was put somebody else there. Okay, what about the drug addicts? What about the adulterer? What about the adulteress? What about the alcoholic? What about the prostitute? What about, you know, the ones that curse God on a daily basis? He took that spot for them. He took that spot for the alcoholic. He took that spot for the drug addict. He took that spot for the 
of the, of the ones that actually deserved it, including me. I'm no judgment here, including me. And you know, he took that spot on that cross for them. He took that spot on the cross for the people who sinned against God. Okay? And Jesus took it freely. The Bible says that no man took his life, but he gave it. He laid down his life. He was led to um, he was led like a lamb going to a slaughter. And he took stripes on his back for our healing. Okay, every disease that um, that's out there, everything that can harm us, Jesus took the stripes on his back for us. And so just want to uh, just want to pop on here and just say that we overlook Barabbas. We overlook this account. But this account is a major major point. Because Barabbas was that scapegoat. Barabbas was sent away. And you never hear about him again. But remember, in Leviticus law, you know, the law that God gave in Leviticus that scapegoat shall be led away and never returned. Because God says, I will forgive your sins to never remember them again. But what happens if I sin on sin tomorrow? The Bible says, repent. And the Bible says that if we come to God and we actually um, put on, you know, carry our cross daily, down, Paul said, I die daily. I go to the cross daily. Oh, you know, we know Paul. He's the one that, that does such great things. But yet, he said, the things I do, uh, the things I know to do, I don't do. And the things I know not to do, I do. So the things that we know we shouldn't be doing, we still do it. The Bible says that God will still forgive us. But God, you don't know my sins. God, you don't know how bad I am. But God says that does not matter. Jesus took that price for us. But God, I'm too bad. I'm, I'm too wrong. Jesus says it does not matter. And so today, I want to go out there and present to you that it does not matter what you think you did today it does not matter what you did yesterday it does not matter what you're going to do five minutes from now it does not matter what you're going to do 20 years from now jesus paid that price for your life for my life and jesus said that that he i mean he he told the disciples that he was going to the cross this was something that was not supposed to be a surprise. He told them for years that he was going to the cross. And so, as we read this account, put your name there. I'll put my name there. That Pilate said, which one do you want to go free? Jesus or Tim? And, the, uh, and so, God's wrath fell upon Christ. And I was set free. God's wrath fell upon Christ. And if you are one that called upon God, 
and you asked Him to forgive your sins, you were the one that was set free. But we take this and we actually overlook it. I know I did. I would not overlook this again the same way. I would not read this account the same way. Because I am Barabbas. I am the one that committed a sin against God. I am the one that actually deserves the, uh, the cross. And Jesus says, you are set free. So today, if you're listening to this or watching this on, on Facebook Live, um, which would be on a, probably a rerun, um, just put your name there. Because it's, a, it's an amazing, amazing account. Because it was, I, I, I got it set here, that Jesus paid the price so we can be set free. You know, in my, my little notes. But Jesus paid the price for we can be set free. And so today, if you are here and you're listening to me and you're saying, Tim, I've, I've never given my heart to Christ. Tim, I've, I need to get right. The Bible says that Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, then I'll come in. He's not going to force his way in. He's not going to force his way into your life. You can either you can accept him or not. And so today, I just want to make sure I give you this chance. Because it's not something to take lightly. Today, if you're saying, Tim, I am Barabbas. Tim, I am Barabbas and I'm still in chains. If you have an addiction, Jesus is the one that can set you free. Okay, Jesus is the one that can set you free if you have, if you have sin in your life. There's no judgment here. I'm no one to be judging. Okay, I'm no one that is uh, that is perfect. I promise you. I have uh, I go to Christ daily, sometimes multiple times a day, and God forgive me for my sins. God, I shouldn't have done that. Or the Holy Spirit would prick my heart and said. You, you shouldn't have done that. And so, there's no judgment here. I promise you. So, if you're listening to this or you're watching this and you're saying, Tim, I really need to get it right. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You are and I am a whosoever. And so, we're going to pray this prayer together. And the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. And so, and the Bible also says that we should confess our sins. So when we pray this prayer, we're just going to put all of this together. So if we pray this prayer, we're going to ask God to, to, act, uh, to forgive us of our sins. So we're going to pray. A most precious and gracious Father. Say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I come to you. I am a sinner. God, I sin against you. And God, I am sorry. God, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. 
God, I declare that Jesus is the Son of God. That Jesus is the only way to heaven. And I ask Jesus into my heart this day. Jesus, come into my life and set me free like you did Barabbas. Set me free from my chains. Jesus, I want to declare my life to you. And I want you to set me free. I thank you for the cross. I thank you for taking my place. And I ask you to be with me this day and help guide me in the future to come. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, I just want to tell you, welcome. You are in the family of God. I am if you're if you want to contact us and you want to talk to me or you want to chat with me or Brother Rex, we would love for you to chat with us. You can um, email me at Welch W E L C H Tim T I M nine three at gmail.com and I will put Brother Rex's Gmail um, into the description below and so into the, the show notes. So until next time, shalom, shalom. Thank you for joining today's episode of 316 Unleashed. If you enjoyed today's podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a star rating, and a comment to let everyone know what you really enjoyed about it. And thank you again for listening, and God bless.